0: Assalamu alaikum and welcome to a new episode of the Habibi 3 Arab game developers drinking good Arab tea. That was one Arab too many. That was too, one many, Arab, Arabs. too many Arabs. Too many Arabs. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Never too many.
0: Om, almost got it. Almost
2: got almost, it. Almost. <laughs> uh, well, you, you pulled an Osama.
0: And, well, I mean, this is a good Osama. I put too many <laughs> words instead of too little words. <laughs> oh no, that's true. That's fair. I could try again. We can, we can, we can restart the thing. Roll the yeah, intro I think, again. I've I missed think... the intro.
3: I think I
1: like, we get like the it. picture. Yeah. yeah, we got the picture. We got the picture. <laughs> there's Arabs, anyway. you know. Tea. Right, right. Well,
0: my name is Rami Ismail. I'll be the host for this episode.
1: And I'm Fawzi Mismar. And I'm
0: Osama Dorias. And now we properly did the intro.
2: Yeah. We're missing an Arab, though. We have too
0: many. <laughs> but anyway, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Fawzi the Arab, Muslim. Fawzi the Arab. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh,
0: it has been a while. It has. It has. It has been I don't
1: even lot. remember how long it's been.
0: It's been a full episode either. since
2: the last episode.
0: Yeah, yeah. Last episode was the, the previous episode.
2: <laughs> it was.
0: Yeah. This is episode 103. I, I actually have to go look it up and check.
2: Wow. Yeah. yeah, It feels like we reached a hundred episodes a (laughs) hundred episodes (laughs) ago.
1: A friend of mine, I met a friend of mine the other day and he was like, you guys are kind of funny because every now and then a notification popped up and it was like, new Habibi's episode drops out of nowhere. It's like, oh what? These guys are still doing it. And (laughs) And then he pops up the episodes and listen to it and it's like oh they're still doing it and they're spending the first 10 minutes how they're talking about they want to do it but they can't they somehow want to
0: (laughs) it's hard to put these three
2: schedules together it's really hard it really is Like, I I mean I don't travel as much as y'all but I travel more than most people so just like the math checks out how are we going to find one schedule between all our schedules that actually fits Yep. Yep, we'll do our best yeah, yeah, we tried. Inshallah, right?
0: Inshallah. Inshallah, Inshallah We had
1: that. that in the contract. <laughs>
0: yeah, from yeah. the start.
1: <laughs> from the start, we knew it. I think exactly. we were
0: looking ahead because, I mean, obviously, we kind of started this during COVID times anyway, yeah. so it was yeah. like, you know, we there rounded. was no travel. Exactly. Now, in- everything is uh, travel again. Yeah. I, said, I mean, I saw Fauci like a week ago.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. yeah I'm in, Lisbon. in real life, in Lisbon. Yeah. In the sun. Yeah.
1: Nice and sunny.
0: That was
2: good. That was good.
0: Have
1: you ever been to Osama? No, I have not.
2: It is a bucket list uh, location. I see pictures. It looks amazing. Yeah, man. It's just great. It's a good place. I miss the sun. I, I, sh- I should travel again. <laughs> yeah. Jokes aside, I'm actually traveling next week. Oh, wow. Oh, where, right. are where are you going? Where are you going? I'm going to LA. I'm going to the Game Awards. The Game oh, Awards.
0: Yeah. You're going to the Jeff Keighley
2: show. The Jeff Keighley show exactly the Jeff show. what that's, was it called uh it's not e3 it's key threes key three. key three yeah that's
0: that's it's a fun show it's a long show you know bring bring some pillows for the chairs <laughs> because it, it, you're going to be sitting for quite a while
2: I, i've never been uh so right. it's going to be a good experience bucket yeah. list item it's
0: fun it's it i've gone for many years this year i just really like i can't justify it this year like bought a house like lots of things no. shifting in life like
2: makes sense you know. but the honest truth is i'm a little disappointed because when i said I, i'm going to la i was hoping one of you would say me too <laughs> right but that I, didn't come
1: i think no. we're both invited but we, bo- we were talking about that in <laughs> lisbon we're alive. Yeah, yeah. we're both invited but i've yeah just a lot of stuff happening in europe it's yeah, just hard course. to justify flying in there for a couple of days then flying yeah. back
2: yeah yep. yeah that makes sense another yeah. time we'll find another time for you oh a yeah, union yeah. episode
1: well i know we're all gonna be in croatia this year uh, next year so right. I, I know we at least have that
2: yeah wait wait when is it because it's not even on my schedule
1: it's in uh, april
2: yeah okay, okay okay that's why it's not on my schedule i can't see yeah. more than two months in advance. We, we do really
0: <laughs> have to make the habibi spins that people can collect
2: oh yeah this oh, is yeah. this is
0: like a thing this is this is really becoming a thing like we've got many many messages and and, and things over the past months but like the habibi spins every time i meet somebody they're like yeah i already met osama or i already met fauzy
2: so i just need one more habibi we need we need something for that you know what we should get a, three pins that interlock together to form a mega pin that
0: is, that is very good just like right. every, every every one of us gets like a third and if you put them all together you get the habibi slogan
2: that's it that's it that's it, that's it. and then it.
0: the back side is just each of our faces why
2: was it on the back
0: I don't want well, to be on the back it, otherwise you have the three of our faces but then you can't put other art on it
2: we are art yeah,
1: <laughs> we depends are what you want to promote so the logo or your face I have to
0: see my face everywhere I go <laughs> every every event like it's nice because when Fawzi goes to an event there's like a 50-50% chance which token diversity person they put on the keynote spot
1: Oh no, oh no, <laughs> that's fire. that doesn't happen that often because, like, I pass as white, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're still fozy <laughs> mess mod,
0: it'll count. Yeah, it'll yeah, count. yeah. Now, that's I'm, awesome, it's good though. Like, I, it's always fun. Like, it when Fousey's at an event, though, it's really uncertain for me whether my, my face makes it onto the website. Most Not events, <laughs> most events, I get it, like, you know, it doesn't really matter who's there, but if Fousey's there. <laughs> He just yeah. has a better face than me for photos. Oh, no, no. 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 It's like I the, love both faces. It's, like the it's the better beard, and he has like he has these good talk poses. When you see Fousey talk, <laughs> yeah. he has like he's pointing at things, and I'm just always standing there just like making up stuff because <laughs> I improvise my talks.
1: is <laughs> like, very photogenic, very so so photogenic. Absolutely. Plus, is, why push don't push. we do this podcast every day? You, uh, <laughs> 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 I'm loving this. It's also, <laughs> it's also the perspective
0: on Fauzi is just friendlier because the photographer is as tall as he is on the stage. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, for me, they're always shooting the <laughs> from, <laughs> The photographer is kneeling on their knees. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I love it
3: uh but yeah
1: the, funny, I, the funniest thing is that in, the, in this event in lisbon i did not know that rami was gonna uh, was at the event i remember checking the website and he wasn't there that's why he's making <laughs> these jokes so i was like <laughs> i guess rami is not at this event and uh, when, I, when i did my talk i was doing you know the intro about like you know the stuff oh. that i do and part of my intro is uh, the podcast
3: mm-hmm. yeah
1: and i was talking like you know during the podcast Uh, Sorry, during the pandemic, me and uh, these two other Arab game developers, Rami Ismail Samadorius, we started recording ourselves while while we talk about uh, game dev and food. And then, like, you know, the thing took off and we kept on doing it. Um, And we're supposed to be talking about Arab culture and the game dev, but we just end up talking about food for right. some reason <laughs> and uh, since uh, and we, we we go into like heavy debates into uh, which arab food is better and since neither of them are here <laughs> i'll tell you <laughs> that that uh, the jordanian kebabs are the best and none of them can can now uh, defend so, themselves against it <laughs>
0: so imagine this osama i arrive at this event right late on the first day because busy schedule I remember at the end of the first day, and the first five people I went walk into to go "Hey Rami, hey, good to see you." Yeah, Fousey, uh, Fousey was uh, talking, uh, talking smack about Egyptian kebab, <laughs> and like he was what?
3: He was, like, yeah, on the stage, literally. Like first thing
0: he said is like, "Egyptian kebab isn't as good as Jordanian kebab." And I, like, oh my god, where? where's where Ibn al- I,
2: I love that I don't even have to defend Iraqi kebab because it was already established as the best of the three, so y'all can live in your Lily, r- the first, r- first r- five world. people I
0: run into. The first five
2: people are like,
0: oh yeah, Rami, yeah, folks, was talking talking smack about Egyptian kebab. Like, what was what was he doing on that stage? <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're supposed to be talking about game dev, but ended up talking yeah. about food for some reason. <laughs> <Yes.
0: laughs> that sounds right, right on brand. That sounds like you a know podcast. What? Actually, funny note about food. My dad—I have for most of my life believed my dad can't cook. Oh, I'll be honest. I've thought yeah. for most of my life my dad can't cook because every time I would visit, we would either order food or he would make spaghetti. Interesting. Right? The the food of champions. Yeah, <laughs> and um, Sp- spaghetti is cooking. It, no. you know yeah it takes it, it takes it takes an effort correct yeah. <laughs> it takes some effort and then two or three weeks ago right he decided to make kusher. Mm. and this mm. man makes incredible kosher oh yeah so i was just like wow why didn't you What did what why did we eat spaghetti for for 35 years yeah if you could cook this, he's like, ah, oh, you know, yeah, no, you know, you could cook, cook the food of my people. And so, this time, last time I was there, he made uh, shorbatat.
2: Oh, I love shorbatat! Oh, yeah, lentil
0: soup. Lentil soup. Yes. Incredible. Wow. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, but khlas. like, you just cook Egyptian from now on. Like, if I come visit, <laughs> let's make koshary, uh, shorbatat, make some, make some makaroni bechamel, Let's go. Ooh, that sounds like,
2: amazing.
1: Just well, turns yeah, out.
0: Technically, there's,
1: there's, nip there's nip spaghetti nip. on the yeah,
0: I know you're right. But <laughs> you're <laughs> also not. cooking, basically. Same <laughs> meal. He just did his exactly. right. He's of not
1: cooking. We're preparing yeah. him for this moment. I will say,
0: on the spaghetti, he always puts uh, um, uh, baked onions as well, just like on the like that's, that's like the Egyptian, <laughs> the Egyptian twist.
1: Yes, I think um, half of our Italian listeners, they're, they're yeah. to speak. I, I, can see the,
0: I can see the hand gestures in the background. <laughs> what
2: do you mean, baked onions?
1: Yeah, <laughs> baked onions are spaghetti. What, yeah.
2: <laughs> Daniele? If you're listening, we're sorry.
0: We're,
1: uh,
0: <laughs> our bad, our bad, our bad. It's, it's not spaghetti, it's Egyptian noodles. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, no. So food, food-wise, I've been I've been having good food when it comes to Egyptian food because Dad's a real good Egyptian cook. Well, wow, man, try to That's cook. Amazing. Try to cook Western food for too long in his life, and now all the pent up Egyptian culinary qualities are coming out. <laughs> so great. next
1: time uh, I'm in the Netherlands, I want to try some kusheri then.
0: Oh, get some. get some. Uh, get some uh, Abu Rami's uh, kusheri. Abu Rami, oh. uh, oh. I love it. Oh. <laughs>
1: I love that's it. A, that's a great name for, for a restaurant. <laughs> for a questionary place? Mat'am <laughs> <laughs> Aburami. Yeah. <Well, It's laughs> Aburami's <so perfect>. restaurant. <laughs> it's so perfect. Um, now I'm hungry.
0: Yeah, that's always what happens with this podcast.
1: I ate before. I knew this was going to happen. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Cheats. I
0: regret. Cheats. I have regrets. Yeah, yeah. me too. I'm looking, at my, I'm looking at my meeting schedule. And after this, I have like three meetings back to back. I won't be eating until like 9 p.m.
1: Oh, oh wow, no.
2: mistakes, are mistakes, mistakes were made. Mistakes were made indeed.
1: Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. How's no, YouTube been? What have you been? I'm supposed to be playing uh, Dune after this. Ooh, the ooh. board game. Mm. Have you guys oh. tried that out? No, I haven't. I've heard of I, it. Oh, I recommend it. Uh I it's mean good. like you need you need to find like four players because I think that's uh, you right. know, it's at its best. Yeah. But it's a really it's a really good uh, way to spend an evening. Mm.
3: But is it like it the, the
1: like old the version or the new version? The, the new one.
0: The, the, that's more of a yeah. deck Do, building Do, game, right?
1: Dune Imperium. Right, is what Imperium. Called. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. Dune Imperium is the one I'm playing. Yeah, it's cool. What, I what think kind of game is it? A, it's becoming like a, like a tournament kind of game. Like, you know, there's oh, people nice. play tournaments for it and stuff like that. Nice. It's... Uh, it's a resource, you know, like games like Terraforming Mars. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like that, but much better. Yeah. Like, like, resource like engines, I prefer you're building this. Anyway.
0: Fairly simple review yeah. here.
1: <laughs> uh, I I, it's, uh, so I prefer to terraforming more. So it's a tick-based game. So it's basically resource gathering, and um, you know, like that's a type of board game in which it has like specific locations, and you occupy that location before your opponent gives you enough yield to build your resources, so that you can make your fleet stronger, so that you can get more resources, uh-huh. basically. So mm-hmm. it's it's that type of board game, tick-based board game. I think it's what it's called. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, it's it really cool, great. and it, it utilizes the, the IP really well. The okay. spice must flow? The spice must flow.
2: It must flow. Yeah. Yes. I'm excited to try it. It feels like it checks every box that right. I look
3: for.
1: Yeah, if you've right. never played it, Osama, I think you would, you would as, uh, knowing your taste in board game, I think you would like it. Yeah,
0: as soon as uh, I'm done with the current uh, board game, with my with my board game group, I'll give it a go. We're currently That's, playing uh, Time Stories. Ooh.
2: Time Stories? Well, I heard of that one, the time travel ones, right?
0: It's yeah, it's a really clever one. It's basically a DD kind of game where the game is the dungeon master. Mm-hmm. Um, so every you know, you have sort of like the board game set, uh the, the base game set, which has like all the, the pawns and like all that stuff, but then the cards that make up the game mm-hmm. are in separate boxes, each of the boxes has its own story, and the cards have the mechanics. Nice. Mm-hmm. But then the dice and all the tokens are just reused and reshuffled. So we did one where we were in a in a in some sort of like asylum where there was like demonic invasions. And we did one where there was like a zombie invasion in the 80s. And we're now in some sort of like alternative history where there's like dragon prophecies. Hmm. So yeah. it's just like, and every time the mechanics play kind of differently, the, the things you need to solve play kind of differently. The puzzles play differently, but it, it feels like, it's well built for different approaches to the same problem, so it's been good. But yeah, we that have, sounds cool. Yeah, we have three or four more to go, and usually beating a story takes two or three attempts. So um, we're now like three stories in or something. It's been
1: a wow. good time. I like the design. The pieces look very slick. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. really well done. You know,
1: I like, like other my, my, than my board uh, board game group, I, I have a D&D group. Every time yeah. I'm in Stockholm, we schedule a session. So I fly back to the city the next day. So tomorrow is my D&D night. But we're not playing D&D. We're playing a Swedish uh, system called EON. E-O-N. Oh, okay. Never uh, and like the the DM was kind enough, he, he translated the character sheet for me. Aww. And you know, like I this is like a like I think it's like the 21st century way of playing these kinds of games because the rule book is only in Swedish. It's never been translated. Right, and my Swedish Jeez. is terrible. So uh, uh, and all the people I'm playing with are Swedish, so they have no problem like going through the rule book and finding stuff. I use ChatGPT. Oh. So I just, like, if I need anything from the game world, I just ask ChatGPT questions, and ChatGPT just tells me what to do. I run it by the DM, and it's, you know, 85% accurate All right. for the yeah. most part. And I have That's a translated character sheet, and it's pretty good, you know? Oh. Uh, what I like about the system is that um, it's uh, D6-based. Okay. And every time you roll a six... Um, you replace your d6 with two other d6s Huh? huh. so th- there's there's a snowball chance like if you're really lucky you yeah. could you could like stab a dragon with a dagger and kill <laughs> him with one uh, hit one, one one stab. I mean? yeah. <laughs> does the officer if you, happen if you're all a one you have to remove another die so, <laughs> no, you get the, zero the opposite, die. But, the opposite <laughs> doesn't but it's a it's a brutal system so characters die a lot <laughs> so, right, right. Um, you know like uh unlike the indie like you know it takes a lot to kill somebody and there's many ways to bring somebody back and and this like uh, the swedish system is very hard that
0: sounds pretty swedish honestly <laughs> <laughs> that sounds um, like walking up a hill in sweden in winter <laughs> i mean like especially right now i
1: see yeah. the snow falling down. yeah
0: many um, people never make it to the top of
2: the oh. <laughs> so
1: it's speaking, like that
2: speaking of board games uh i have an update on
1: mine oh so, yes w- what a so, segue
2: so
0: wait let's let's,
1: <laughs> let's because
0: osama got the segue but for the people who have not been like tuning in before or who have no context for this osama yes. you're making a you're making a game
2: I am making a board game, uh, and the, the short version of it is initially when I had my burnout. Uh, this was a practi- like a project, to get back into game design, um, and uh, eventually it actually became good as you know I was healing and doing better, uh, and I started playtesting with people, and they're like, "Hey, we actually like this," and now I've been doing playtest after playtest after playtest, uh, and the rules are are, are done. Like we're not changing, we have not changed the the rules uh, within the last few playtests. It's finished. It feels really good. Uh, There's some uh, another playtest coming at the end of this week for balancing because you could balance forever until you ship. The art is mostly done. Like I have uh, 28 pieces arted out of the the 50 that I need to have arted. So I say mostly, but I'm at more than halfway done. Uh, So the art has to catch up. I'll playtest casually as as is and. I'm going to launch a board game. This is actually a finished, polished thing. I can't wait wow. really to mm-hmm. show y'all the art. It is gorgeous. The game plays very differently than anything else. It's a amicable arena combat game. It's called Nine to Fight. Uh, and it's about real-world people. Like, we just have regular jobs. So after their work, they fight to see who's the best amateur fighter. Because why not? <laughs> <laughs> And it's like like the florist, the pharmacist, the firefighter just getting together, and they have a a friendly fight. Nice. Well, I man. think
0: there's countries in which that's actually legal. <laughs> I hope not.
2: No, it is. It, it only I, works I'm... when it's cartoon violence. If it's real, don't oh, no, don't do that.
0: Right. No, I re- I remember reading something about this because I think I don't remember why. It might have been somebody pitched like a video game to me about a about that console, not with the pharmacist or anything, but like. There's apparently places in the world where it's legal to like challenge each other to a duel. Oh, yeah. Okay. You can't Ooh. like
2: this got real.
0: You you can't murder each other, but you can injure each other and as long as you've agreed to it beforehand, that's legal. Okay. I was like that sounds pretty wild. Yeah. I'd in case you, you needed some you. in case you needed some background for your story Uh, is it
1: is it like swords or is it like the when you like take off your glove and you smack (laughs) someone yeah you slap each other with the (laughs) glove i don't know i've
0: never really looked into it further it's just this weird tidbit that came up as osama was describing it It was like I i think
2: this is legal technically isn't it legal everywhere because there are professional sports that are combat for like Boxing yeah. and UFC and the slapping one that I find incredibly silly and dangerous, more dangerous than the oh, others. Oh yeah, for some yeah, reason.
0: I've seen the silly one,
2: the yeah. the slapping one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like that's the other awesome. ones, they kind of like, hey, you can finish a fight and not get hit at all, and that's right. the intention. This one, you're getting smacked in the face. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> brain damage incoming, one way or the other. That that one seems more violent to me than the other ones. Right? Like, am I wrong? I don't know. Yeah. Kinda, yeah, kind of uh, wrong. Uh,
0: no, I think you're kind of you're kind of right, but at the same time, the slapping one seems less painful than the like MMA get kicked in the face one.
2: Yeah, I know. I just don't know. One of them yeah. is at least you're not trying to get hit. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. That's fair.
0: Yeah. No, we're good. We're good. I'm just gonna f- I'm gonna sign up for neither. Uh, Osama, is there
2: is there a game developer card in your deck? Yeah, actually, how did you know? Did I tell you? No. Uh, the card is called Osama, the game designer. <laughs> this, is the, this is the
0: most like self-insert I've ever heard in anything. Say you,
2: oh, yeah. you know, just just hold, hold hold my non-alcoholic beer. I, <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
2: I actually w- watched a talk by uh, a GDC talk by Bennett Foddy and I forget yep. who else, and they uh, were advocating. Wasn't for... it
0: Zach Gage?
2: Yeah, Zach Gage. It yeah. was. Wow, that's a yeah. talk. And they were advocating for putting your names, yourselves, right. like personal things in your, your games and had a really good argument for why. And right. I'm like, yeah, you know what? So I have a card for me and a card for my wife and a card for, uh, for e- each of my kids as playable Aww. characters. Yeah, so
3: uh, my family's. Uh, in uh, uh, yeah, you know
2: what? I, I, I can adopt you if you want to be another kid, and then you'll be in the game as well. I mean, Falsy, Falsy right, so, small so you're telling me I'll be adopted. in the
1: game, and then you'll send me alimony? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Please adopt. Oh no. me. <laughs> What did I do? Amazing idea! Yeah, I'm yeah, really terrible know. at negotiating. Can yeah, you tell? <laughs> yeah, this went really well. I, Sam, I want the car. It's about time. Yeah, you've neglected me for most of my life. listen, we will
0: give you, we will get you a car as soon as your feet can reach the pedals.
1: Oh no! Oh no! It's a car, not a bike. <laughs> they have buttons on the steering wheels nowadays.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Bikes are got really fancy. They got yeah, really fancy. I don't know. It's a
1: very Dutch thing to say. <laughs>
0: <time>. <laughs> You're seeing like smart bikes nowadays that like unlock with fingerprints and have like GPS in them. And I'm watching them. Like, how does the net get stolen? Like, it's a rite of passage in the Netherlands. Your bike gets stolen. Yeah, just a thing. You grow up, your bike gets stolen. Yep. Uh, you drive around with a three thousand dollar bike. I'm like, how is that? How do you still own that? It's wild.
1: It's 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 kind of impressive, like you know the the that bike theft is such a common thing that that the expensive bike business is, yeah. is struggling. Like nobody well, can ever justify buying an expensive. bike. When I bike. was a
0: kid, Jafosi, my bike got stolen from my high school,
2: and
1: wow. so as
0: I was walking home, a guy tried to sell me my bike. Wow! Wow! And I bought it.
1: Wow! <laughs>
2: so what
0: was, was I good. gonna do?
1: The price was too good.
0: <laughs> it was like it was like 25 guilders or something and it was clear that it was stolen from the thing no, i didn't no. want to like cause the situation so i was like here's 25 guilders, I'll take or something
1: if i was you i'd be like i'll give you five yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've had tried my to, my haggle, haggle yeah, my of you to haggle my <laughs> way to get the bike cheaper, cheap for cheap. I was a little too it.
2: intimidated by the bike thief to uh, haggle. Had, sure. My first bike ever, like the real bike, not, you know, tricycle bike got stolen. I was so sad. Um, but actually in my adult life, at one point, I was riding a bike to the train station, then taking the train to work. And I had an, a really nice bike and it didn't last a day. Literally the first right. day that I, I you know, I shackled kidding. it to the, to the train station. I came back and they broke the bike lock. And my at that time, my uh, father-in-law had his really old, rusty, like from the 1950s bike. I'm barely exaggerating. But he's like, look, just take this one until you buy another bike. Um, and I'm like, yeah, no one, no one's going to steal this one. And I went to the train station and I used a really cheap lock because I'm like, nobody's going to steal this one. Same day, I came back and they stole the 1950s bike. Amazing. I'm like I couldn't believe it. I had to buy like the most expensive bike lock, and I still come back and I see like dents on it. They're trying, (laughs) yeah, they're trying yeah
0: that's that's very Netherlands. you know when you were telling that story you were like you know i had this bike when i was younger and it got stolen but and i was like is this the part where you like flip it around and you went and stole some bikes like, <laughs> no the oh, butt God. was like such a beautiful no. like sort of like hinge point i'm like here comes the opposite story
2: no what i really meant was but that was at the end of my
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. bike losing streak. as you continued i was like oh <laughs> This is not the story of Osama's
2: epic bike heist. Sadly, you know. not. Sadly, not. That is story has not. Nobody been would ever.
0: Yet. Nobody would ever suspect you of stealing a bike,
2: <laughs> because <laughs> I right. never steal a bike yet, Ami. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. So, so I'm trying to convince me to do it. <laughs>
0: it's a perfect crime, you never a your
2: bike. But... <laughs> I have a bike. I'm glad, yeah. and I live in a neighborhood now at least where. If anyone steals the bike, we could know who it is. Like is. <laughs> they'd, a... <laughs> they'd have to go really far away for me not to spot my own bike.
1: So yeah. it's pretty has,
2: safe.
0: Has anybody uh, played some video games, Watching movies?
1: Yes. I've played a lot of video games. Well, because, it's,
0: because it's so long and the end of year conversations are coming up again, I'm, yeah. I'm, inshallah, we're doing a best of, of the year games kind of thing again.
2: Yeah, that's a must. Um, Try to stop me. But um,
0: <laughs> you know, given all that, let's let's talk about a few. All
1: right, all right. I I want to really talk about two that stood out for me over the past month. Okay, let's do it. Uh, I'll start with the first one. Have you guys played Cocoon? Yes, yes I have. Cocoon. I love this game. Yeah. I think it's like you know top five for me for sure. Right. Incredible game.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's so, very focused
1: very like it's uh it's it's so elegant in its design it's a game designers game i'll tell you that much 100 percent. there's probably a lot of people that might like it might not like it if puzzle games is not your thing you might not really be into it but like i think game designers will would like you know gobble this game up
3: yeah Um, yeah
1: this is like uh, by uh, by the peeps that used to be part of play that like you know yeah. they made limbo yeah. and inside and then the kind of like the two studio leads I think uh, they went different creative directions yeah and um, these guys uh, started their own company and they made this game this is their debut game yep um, so
2: I have I have a slightly yeah. different opinion about cocoon if I can share Ooh, okay we don't like it. Y'all have no, I like it, but y'all okay. have to to forgive me for being contrarian. Uh, I actually think it's a it's not a game designer's game. I think it's a game developer's game, and my reason for this, mm. and again, opinion, please, like,
1: oh, no, yeah, I'm nodding,
2: <laughs> I'm <laughs> uh, shaking my head. It's how elegant and polished it is that is really impressive. But the honest truth is, I didn't feel clever when I solved most of the puzzles.
3: Mm. That, that's
2: one thing I felt like the puzzles were almost on rail. There's like one solution, and, and for right. the majority of them yeah. is well, you had to do this.
0: I, let me give a counter counterpoint. Yes, I don't think it's a puzzle game. Okay, I think a puzzle game requires, like you said, sort of like a or or maybe it is like a very like specific definition of puzzle. But this is more of like the pieces have to go in the right place in the right order. Yes, more than a like there is a clever sort of thing that you need to figure out and sort of like latch onto. Like I, I agree with Osama. I, I never really had that moment of like, wow, I'm brilliant. But I had a lot of moments where I'm like, ah, beautiful. I agree. Yeah, I had a right.
1: lot of moments in which you like, wow, this is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. the design itself.
2: Yeah. 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 That's I, agree. It. I agree. It's so creative. Yeah. So many ways that you do things I've just never seen them in any medium before. Like it mm-hmm. really felt like you know it's called cocoon so spoiler it has to do with bugs and insects and you know like in an alien type weird setting where thing technology works differently than ours and i thought all of that was amazing the world building was amazing the transitions between things are amazing the way they are able to design boss fights where you have almost no verbs and still it makes sense and it works right. without any tutorials where they just throw you in and yep. you're able to like when you said elegant i absolutely agree when and i do feel this is a game dev's game this is a game dev where a game where if a game dev played it you just it oozes from polish and, and intentionality uh, mm-hmm. So you're right. If you don't see it as a as a puzzle game, then I could I see that as a puzzle game. Uh, if if you do see it through that lens, I thought it was a little easy, a little safe. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's
1: all. I, I can I can I can agree with that. I think mm-hmm. like uh, the reason why I said it's a game designer's game, and I, I don't think a puzzle game. You're right, like really uh, right. Uh, uh, pays it justice. It's it's just because there's a like um, as I really enjoy the craftsmanship of this mm-hmm. game. As mm-hmm. much as I enjoy playing it, you know, agreed. And th- yeah. there's many points in which, like every time I arrive at the solution, or even like when the solution was obvious, and I still go through the motions, I just like that yeah. they did it. Yeah, know agree. Like the uh, how, no. like it's uh, it's very creative in, in how it's uh, it's it's uh, delivered, and like you know, I, I don't want to spoil a lot of the concepts of the game, but it, there's a lot of Inception in it, so it's yeah, you know, a world within a world kind of thing. Yeah, and I, uh, and like the, uh, uh, the that concept on its own is kind of like time travel. It's mind bending, you know, it because is. it's a thing within a thing yep. that's within another thing. Maybe, yeah. you know, maybe. And when you get into that layers of trying to, you know, uh, visualize that in your head, it's um, uh, it's captivating. And I right. think that's that's what I admire about this game the most, because to get here, you know. Somebody had to go through that visualization process yeah. to execute on it.
2: I agree.
0: I actually think I sit right in the middle between the both of you. I agree with both of you. I think Osama's right in that it's not really like the puzzles aren't puzzles. They're, they're things to follow. But I agree with Fauzi. It's a designer's game because at no point does following the thing fail for the player right like it is sure. expertly guided it is expert and like watching the hands of the designers sort of like nudge and poke and suggest and like point you in the right direction it's subtle enough that i think the average player will never quite realize that they're not really solving puzzles
2: as much as being guided through mm-hmm. obstacle courses um to be clear, I, I, I still think that. it's Game of the Year contender. I was not saying a bad thing about oh, right. it. No, no, no. We understand. We understand. Yeah. We okay. understand. It's, it's, a, it's a very
0: specific nuance that you're yeah. making that I think uh, me and Fauzi both understand. But it's good yeah. to talk through for people that are listening that might not understand the
1: specific Absolutely. nuance. Uh, Osama, but, this is not Twitter. It's fine. You know. <laughs> <laughs> we, we might have what do you mean you hate it? Yeah. <laughs> We're reasonable people here.
0: Hi. Right. <laughs> right. Next Next game. Cocoon. That was a good one. Osama, you. oh, so your same. turn. Okay, Let's I'll face. bring one up. Uh
2: I, I I played a game called Chance of Cenar. I think that's how you Chance pronounce it. Of yeah. yes. Chance of Cenar. Yeah. Chance
0: of Cenar. Yeah.
2: I actually had a very similar opinion about Chance of Sonar than I did of Cocoon.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, I thought it was a really polished game. I loved being in that world. Visually it was, uh, appealing, not as polished as Cocoon. Cocoon probably takes the cake for most polished indie game. The right. Era, like without, without a doubt. Um, the thing is I haven't played a lot of the, uh, the, co- the core mechanic of the game is learn a language and translate it, a fictional language, and uh, translate it to solve puzzles. Um, for me, this was very novel. I know that there were other games that did it, and I've mm-hmm. heard from others that other games did it better. So I can only tell you my opinion based on my experience. I've I think I've only played maybe one other game that does this. So I don't have uh the uh like a reference point to compare it to others, like some people who are more critical of this game were. But as someone who is it was introduced to this concept for the first time, I loved it. I loved Mm -hmm. it. I went through, and it's basically, there are different clues around of what certain symbols mean, and then you find the symbols elsewhere, and if you deduce what they mean correctly, you're able to solve the puzzle. Uh, The puzzles were not brute-forceable, or at least not easily brute-forceable, so you really are incentivized to do the thing. Uh, And A little bit of a spoiler, but after a while, a new uh, language is introduced, and you have to kind of start over, but uh, everything like the language is is different it's structured differently it's not just what are the new symbols and I thought that was great. Uh, I haven't finished a game yet. I got pretty far along ah, but you know cool. it, but I, I'm thoroughly enjoying playing through Chats of Sonar. Have either of you played it? Yeah.
1: I haven't yet. Oh uh, it's will. very
2: good. You you would appreciate it uh
0: mm, Fauzi.
1: I love learning languages so yeah. yeah
0: it's um it's obviously these are fictional uh, languages, yes. but yeah, yeah, they're, um, you know, it's
2: not real I, languages like Klingon or Elvish. These are completely fictional. right. Yeah, these, <laughs> are, these are
0: these are made up. Uh, but uh, the um, the I, I found the game really strong when it focused on what it did best, and not not very um, pleasant when it tried to do other things. Yeah, I agree. Um, but there was friction
2: bro, there in some yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, and not the good kind of friction no, sometimes. No, no. But um, I think when it does what it does best, it does it really, really well. And there are games that play with language and with learning language the the way of Sonar does. But I, I honestly found this a very coherent experience. And um, you know, I know you're not at the end, but like I deeply appreciated sort of the ending of the game. Um, oh, cool. You know, it, it 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 resonated with me. Uh, it's also
2: beautiful. I it think is it's gorgeous. really pretty. It yeah. is, yeah and oh. so is cocoon like both those games are really <laughs> wow <laughs> um
0: i played
2: uh the new alan wake
0: oh Ooh. how is it it is
2: um i'm hearing game of the year contender from yeah. so many people yeah, yeah
0: definitely like until i played alan wake i'm you know um, i was fairly sure that it was going to be Baldur's gate for me
1: well not venba things have changed since last yeah venba is mine
0: right yeah okay femba is pretty high up but like yeah. when it comes to the triple a sort of category yeah. Uh, yeah yeah i was fairly sure that baldur's gate was going to be mine um but after alan wake i'm not sure they're just completely different games right yeah but alan wake 2 is remedy games which did max bane and control and quantum break and, and alan, alan wake, wake one yeah um taking the best they've learned in each of those games and putting it all together into one thing. And it is just the most ridiculous, like mind trip you'll ever play as a video game. I think Hmm. it's, it's a brave game. Uh, they step away from Alan, uh, for large parts of it, you play as a character called saga, um, for about half, maybe, maybe 60% of the game. Um, But what I loved about it is, so it's this spiraling reality of like broken parts of people's psyche turned into like places. Um, It's a mythical broken nightmare reality where logic doesn't necessarily make sense. And somehow they managed to find ways of making this not just coherent narratively, but coherent with its own mechanics. And Mm -hmm. that was something I did not expect the way you do uh, quest progression, uh, the way they map quest progression for saga, who is a FBI detective is this detective board where completing a quest basically gives you a clue and you put the clue on the detective board and it connects it with like little red wires. And like, she will deduce things based on that and that'll give you new things to chase and like, It's this really coherent sort of way of playing with the structure of the game. And they also invert a lot of mechanics. They use mechanics against you. They mess with geometry. It's just this, it's a nightmare trip. And what, you know, I've never played anything like it. It's gorgeous as well. Mm. So, uh, deeply enjoyed it. It's a bit too horror for my tastes. I'm really bad with horror games. Yeah, me too. lots of little jump scares lots of big jump scares but uh found it very worthwhile to play through the entire game so uh,
1: rami i it. i played the first one but it right. was years ago mm-hmm. do i need to brush up on it to go into this game
0: if all you remember from the first alan wake is that and i'm uh, spoilers for alan wake one from the year 2000 uh, or 2010 i think uh, 2010 a uh, spoilers for alan wake a 2010 video game Uh, At the end of Alan Wake 1, Alan, who is a writer, finds himself trapped at the bottom of a lake, Um, a lake that has the supernatural power of making creative work come true. And an evil within that lake is manipulating Alan to write that power into reality at large, effectively. Mm -hmm. And that's where we left off. Um, The verse, or the Remedy-connected universe, as they call it, um, it moves at the same pace as reality, so by the time Alan Wake 2 starts, Alan has been at the bottom of that lake for about 13 years, Wow! because well, it's 2023, and they pick up the story from here. So, uh, phenomenal game. Um, it has some really high highs. Its deepest lows are when it's just a good video game.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. right
0: so i just deeply enjoyed that game
1: wow, that's do you recommend it
2: for someone like me who does not play horror games so it is a probably horror
1: doesn't game. play horror games yeah, yeah i
0: like i'm the kind of person who i have never played a resident evil
2: game for more than 10 minutes
0: yeah I mean, right like, like I'm, right? I'm in
1: the same boat like maybe not never, 10 minutes it,
2: I, i've tried a couple of a little bit longer but really like,
0: yeah i can't deal with gore i can't Which deal you? with like jump scares i can deal with any of that like alan wake is at its heart, what it is, is more of a thriller. Okay. But because this is sort of a darker time for Alan, there's a lot more overlap with horror. It opens with a little bit of gore. Yeah. But that's, if you, basically, if you play the opening, like, 15 minutes, it never gets gorier than that. Okay. So.
2: Um, I have had exceptions of a few horror games that I was able to tough out. Uh, but I did try, the orig- I never played Alan Wake 2, but I did try the original Alan Wake. Right, um, And I played it for a couple hours and it was terrifying for me. And right, I'm like, okay. Yeah. But I tried playing it at night. I'm like, okay, I'll, you know what? I'll try again someday in the in the, in the morning and it just never happened. I played but, it in bright, bright daylight. Yeah, I think that's what... And I, I know that sounds weird. It's just, for me, it's not a pleasant experience. It's nope. a thing that I just... It doesn't give me good feelings like it does to other people. It's like roller right. coasters. Some people love yeah. them. Some people hate them. I don't hate them. I'm bored of roller coasters. I right. yawn on roller coasters. <laughs> they, do, they do nothing for me but uh like video games i get immersed in them completely right and so i am living this world uh, I, I tried to play outlast which was made by friends of mine right in Montreal. Yep. yeah uh, i played maybe the first seven to twenty minutes like 15 times with and each time the intention to actually play through it and i'm like and each time i'm like why am i doing this to myself so right nope <laughs> yeah. Nope. Yeah. nope 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 yep. so i might still pass on Island in too, two but you've made the best compelling argument to give it a try it is its yeah. It is because it is narratively
0: and in terms of game design, it's yeah. it's an achievement. It's it's truly
1: an achievement.
2: Then I might buy it and play the first seven to twenty minutes fifteen times. We'll see what yeah.
1: happens. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <back>. <laughs> it's my next game for sure.
2: Fauzi,
0: what was uh, your other game?
1: <clears throat> my other game is Super Mario Wonder. Ooh, <gasps> I haven't have you had guys a chance played yet. this? You haven't no. had a chance yet. Osama, have you? No, Tell unbiased.
0: me all about it though. Yeah. Tell me all about it. It's a Mario oh, game. Like I don't feel like there's going to be spoilers, right?
1: There's not going to be well, uh, look, there's not going to be spoilers, but I <laughs> this is like, you know, uh, a new height for like 2D Marios, I believe. Oh my no. gosh. So wow. like you got like the same people that made the uh, Super Mario World, right? Yeah. I think out of the 5 people that made that game, 4 of them worked on this one. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So it has it has all of that charm. It is, I, I don't know what to tell you, but I, I'm just kept on la- uh, smiling to myself playing this game the entire time. It is so much fun. It oh. is, um, it's very creative. Level design is really well put together, and it's yeah. I uh, I couldn't stop playing until I finished this game. Wow. Uh, they've they've redone. A, so this is not like the new Super Mario Brothers art style. Right. It's close, but they've redone a lot of the animation. So it's kind of, this is what I'm saying, like it's like a new revamped uh, style uh, 2D mm-hmm. Mario.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Have you played it uh, co op? I did not. Okay. In fact, yeah. I, I, I heard it gets a lot of fun actually in co op. So I heard
2: mixed things about co op. That's players. why I wanted to get your opinion about it. Um, I only
1: played it by myself uh, yeah, so... while I was traveling, you know, on my Switch. Nice. Okay. Um, Yeah, uh, it's it's a lot of fun. There are uh, there's uh, I felt like there were some uh, some things that reminded me a lot of uh, of uh, Rayman Legends. If you guys played that back in the day, I love that series. Love it. You know, in Rayman Legends, there was like a bunch of like those musical levels in which like you know the music is playing, and then there's characters in the level that are like reacting or singing along with the track. There's a bunch of stuff like that in Mario Wonder, (laughs) and 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 uh, there's a lot of like um, uh, when you like when you get the Wonder Seed in 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 these levels, uh, there's a there's a bunch of times in which like you know the level turns into a bizarro world of some kind, Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) so
1: it kind of like you know messes with your expectations of what this world is going to be. (laughs) Sometimes like you know piranha plants start singing. I'm so
0: sorry that that description could have like just directly applied to alan wake and i was my brain wait, is going, like, well it's <laughs> like the world sometimes that turns into this bizarre world where nothing makes sense and i'm like wait are we still talking about alan <laughs> wake and I just, my brain had to do a double take i'm so sorry i just had to laugh for a second <laughs> no
1: no it's, it's a lot of it's like I think I don't know if that applies to Alan Wake, but it feels like when Mario takes a mushroom in this game, it's not, <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's not just a mushroom that
1: helps Mario grow. You know? Oh no! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you know, in Ma- some levels the Piranha Plants some start singing. Some levels just the world turns pitch black, and you only see like Mario's eyeballs, and you try to navigate the level. Oh wow! Uh, in some points, the the level remains—it's—it's uh, two it's D self, but the mm. backdrop. Uh, becomes a top-down view of Mario walking around <laughs> in mm. it instead. Oh, uh, clever! So many, uh, so many smart things. Uh, b- <laughs> uh, beautiful level design, charm. Uh, there's a moment; it's in the trailer, so I'm not gonna spoil it to you. Uh, uh, that's why I'm gonna say it, but it still got me every time. You know, like there's flowers in the levels, and those flowers they speak with full mm. voiceover. Wow! Wow! And, you know, like the level starts and there's a Goomba that's snoozing. And uh, you take the new power up, which turns uh, Mario or any character you play into an elephant version of themselves. And, um, you know, the action button in the the elephant form, you know, just with your trunk, you can just smack enemies away. (laughs) So you take take the, the power up and you turn into an elephant and the flower starts saying, oh, this Goomba looks so serene. (laughs) And <laughs> a second later, I just smacked the Goomba <laughs> off the screen, and the flower says, uh, "Oh well."
3: <laughs> yeah. oh.
1: So the the flowers they they are they are placed in like really smart locations in the level, wow. and they would react to what you're most likely going to do. Yeah. And, and that, that gets me—it so gets me every time. It's so smart. Yeah. It's so That's smart. So it's so funny.
2: I can't wait to to play it. It It's it's on my very long list of games I bought and haven't started. It doesn't make sense anymore. I'm more of a game collector than I am a player, and I
1: play a lot of games. It's just there's a lot of them. Like I'm way behind. I I think I played like five hours of Baldur's Gate, and then I was like, I need to come back to this. Yeah, (laughs) because if I start playing this, I'm not going to play anything else.
2: I played thirteen, and I loved it. Why am I not playing it again? It's just other things keep coming out and distracting me. I played maybe 10 hours of Assassin's Creed. I played maybe 15 mm-hmm. hours of Spider-Man 2. And I'm going to do that the the Inception thing like that I always do every year. And I'm going to finish. Eventually, games are going to stop coming out. I'm going to go back and finish the ones <laughs> that I started before in reverse order. That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this year, you know, I mean, everyone's saying the same thing. This year was a great game. A great year for games, a terrible year for game devs. Uh, yeah. that's real. Lots of really good yeah. games came out that's this a year. Good
1: yeah. way to place it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Mario Wonder just came out of nowhere. From like you know, I expected it to be a good game. You know, yeah. uh, right? Uh, uh, but it, it's it's uh, a it's a magnificent game. Wow,
3: that's very yeah. exciting.
2: It's, it's yeah, really really good. If you do understand. end up trying it get co-op, I'd love to hear your opinion about it. I had, yeah, yeah. You know people said mixed I'll... things and like, I can't, I'm going to try it for myself as well, but I'm very curious to see how it could be so polarizing, um, in co-op and not polarizing in single player. I'm very interested in
1: that. Well, I have two gaming groups today and tomorrow, so maybe I'll have some uh, guinea pigs to try this that's, out. With.
2: That's amazing. That's a good number of gaming groups in two days. Asama, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> anything else on your end? Yes, uh, how am I going to pick? I've played a a bunch of games. Uh, Played Spider-Man 2. I could talk about that.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. let's talk about Spider-Man. It's
2: great. (laughs) You know how big of a Marvel, uh, you know, that universe fan I am. So, uh, again, they made this game for me and everyone else gets to enjoy it. It's absolutely amazing in so many ways. But, as with everything that I love, I have uh, critiques. Uh, So, there's Spider-Man 2018 that came out. And then there's Spider-Man Miles Morales that came out after that. Dates, I I, I can't follow. Um, Loved them both. Really good game. One follow-up with the other. Uh, Spider-Man 2 builds on that. It builds on the good. And sadly, it also builds on the bad.
3: Mm. Uh, Overall,
2: it's an amazing experience. Uh, But there's so much backstory from those games at this point. That if you're starting off here, I could only imagine that you'll be lost. And I don't think they do a good job to ramp up other people. I think they're assuming that everyone else has played the other games. And I have. I have played the other games. Uh, so I didn't have that problem. But, like, really, uh, at some point, I was I was watching for this. I'm like, oh, how are they going to cover this cleverly? Oh, they're not. They're just going to assume you know while Miles has re- very strong feelings against this character that for the first 15 minutes that the character's on screen, no one has said their name yet. So you can't even be like, who is this? Let me Google it. They're just... <laughs> Like, those kind of moments kind of took me by surprise. The second is, I don't know if you remember the Mary Jane stealth missions from the first game.
1: Uh Yes, I yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there's, in my opinion, those the worst parts one. of
2: the game, right? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, Fozy, I didn't mean to cut you off. You are saying?
1: No, no, I was saying there's more of them in this one as well, I think. Yes. So, the
2: I don't like... I love stealth games. I actually do. I don't like stealth missions that are tacked on, that are just very... I'm sorry to say it in this way, but feel low effort. Like you have to walk the sequence with very little action that that you could do with very little feedback or you fail and have to start at the beginning. It's not a fun experience for me. Uh, This might be a a subjective things, but overall, they were the least pop- like i've seen the, the the feedback in the comments they were vocally at least the, the least popular parts of the first game and then they made it back in Miles Morales a little bit and i'm like okay maybe they're going to phase them out and now they're back and there's more of them and there's a lot of exposition narrative uh, missions that are similar to that minus the fail the fail states so mm-hmm. you just you know i'm going to tell you a story just walk around with me and let me show you this really gorgeous usually environment with these really well voice acted Uh, sequences that's not why i play these games and i felt the pacing was off the slow moments were too slow for an an a high octane adrenaline you know best traversal in video games ever type of game uh i felt there were too many i have adhd maybe it's a me thing if y'all have played it and have a different uh opinion about that that's fine uh but like that is a thing i f- i felt you know was a little jerky like i no, you yeah you know what?
1: it's uh, it's valid criticism you know uh, you know like now that you've mentioned it i yeah. so i didn't mind it as much as you did because i was heavily invested in in the in the story i yeah. i really liked where the what they were telling so like i didn't mind walking through those um uh, you know like those set pieces that i need to just look around a place uh, mm-hmm. or or stealth through a location so i can hear the exposition but definitely you know as you're talking i recognize that i couldn't wait until i you know got to be spider-man again you know or be back into the open world and you know i would get the phone call go like spider-man let's go back to the mission like i don't know i'm kind of like really enjoying being in the city right now and i don't (laughs) want to go back into another one of those so i think it's a fair point
2: yeah thank you i appreciate that and again i don't think they should be gone completely i just felt they occupied too much space like it it made for a, a more sluggish pacing um my last criticism and this is a hard one to solve as a game designer i know it's a hard one to solve it's the we already had games we already had full skill trees we already gave you a bunch of abilities what do we do now now that we're doing this game again and you're miles morales and spider-man peter parker again and you're coming back with these full skill trees and abilities we're going to give you more and the question at the end is there's no easy solve for this and i felt that their solution wasn't the best uh, I don't think there's an easy solution either way. But their solution was, yeah, we will give you more, lots more, lots more in every direction. Uh, right. Now you can choose a different animated ability that has the same function, and in some cases, just you know, a different, a slightly different function, and you could choose between the two. But you don't have any like it's not a, a lock and key situation where it's like, oh, this will help me in this situation. It's more like, oh, this just does a different thing, I guess. And you're reading through the description, like, I don't know how this is functionally different than the other thing. And yeah. you keep unlocking these things in, in this giant skill tree across two characters that does a bunch of similar things slightly differently. Um, and it's it's overwhelming to me. And I'm, I'm studying it to try to, like, figure out, you know, how they're going to solve this problem. That was an issue. And the second issue is they added other abilities that, like, took away from what made the game special. Like, now you get to glide you know like uh, you you get little webbing on your armpits and you could like glide around and that's not the player fantasy for spider-man at all and it doesn't feel as good as regular traversal um and i it's optional i get it except for the one situation at the beginning of the game where you have to do it i guess and maybe a couple more and i can't remember if they were side missions or not that you have to do it in most part it's optional but it also shares an input with something that isn't optional that I sometimes want to do so it comes out randomly and it's never thing I, I, I like doing. Um, so, And that's a tough problem. We know it's a tough problem to solve. How do you, you know, a lot of games reset you, right? They do something or change right. protagonists so that you can start over. It's not an easy problem to solve. What I would have preferred is, hey, you have kind of the same things. You could maybe upgrade them a little bit, a little bit. But mostly we're introducing new challenges and now you have to use the old gear that you have creatively with these new you know uh, challenges something like that i would have preferred this was overload of new um and it's fine i was able to ignore it and move on but like again i only criticize the things i love more right that that's that's just how it works i loved it and i thought it was kind of off the mark in these three ways
1: I think uh, you know, like I, uh, for you, your criticism is absolutely valid, but it's uh, I, I can also understand it from the team's perspective because yeah. what do you do, you know, like uh, if, I agree. if this is the the first game, you know, like people heard about how good the first Spider Man is and how good Miles Morales is, but they never got to play them. They're like, all right, I'm going to get into this one. Then, assuming that you're carrying everything forward and not, you know, have them progress into building a character is gonna be information overload you know yeah, the, right. as a, the player will be completely overwhelmed with uh, with all the skills being unlocked to them right. uh, with- at first and even and and I would argue that even with uh, with the progression that they're giving to unlock things uh, uh, to drip feed even some of these things to the player there's still way more information given to the player in this game than in any other game just because of Agreed. you know it's two games worth of controls <laughs> to yeah to teach the player. And um, uh, I I like the, that they did the, uh, the progression that is for both spider man at the same time because mm. this is like, you know, what's different about this one? Like, you know, you play as both of them together mm-hmm. and you can swap between them at any point and there's a separate progression tree that is made for, uh, that can work for both and either.
2: I yeah. love that. That was good.
1: That's a really interesting approach to this. So, like, if even if you you played the previous games, they're like, oh, so you're doing the progression here differently. Mm-hmm. And um, they do that with the suits as well, in which, like, in the suits, uh, you're unlocking like the different Spider Man suits. They knew that this is the thing that people like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, or one of the carrots that people like chasing. And they really invested into making it a progression system. Uh, agree. That, that keeps you engaged not only in unlocking it but also unlocking the different variations of colors for the suits uh, I, agree. No, yeah, I, 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 I val- valid criticism, valid yeah. criticism. light but, uh,
2: criticism It's this is more of an interesting choices in some ways, no one's going to get everything perfect, that just doesn't happen uh, and in many cases I don't even have a suggestion, I was waiting to see how they solve these problems that I expected to happen so again, like no criticism, not hate. I hope that part is clear.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it is clear. It's not the Twitter, you know? <laughs>
2: Again, <laughs> again.
1: Thankfully. No, I do get. I, but I uh, uh, also, like, I think all of the points that you've uh, you've singled are are valid. But as a person who played all the previous Spider-Man games, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed playing this one. Uh, you too. As well, I haven't finished it yet. I think I'm uh, around the same. Uh, part as you are 10-15 yeah. hours yeah about 15 uh, hours what, what I like about this game the most you know, like uh, you know like ultimately outside of the designer in me as a player I have a hard time putting the controller down
2: yes right and
1: there's very few games that I played this year that are like that you know agreed so with all of the faults ultimately like you know I never get bored playing this game and in fact like the moments in which they deliberately slow you down stand out as a sore thumb, just because of how fun everything else is. Agreed. You know? Agreed. Um, uh, Also, I think I I also want to give a shout out for the game technically. Yeah. Uh, Every Spider-Man has always been a technical marvel to me, but uh, they somehow even managed to outdo themselves with this one. I don't know if you noticed that, uh, Osama, while you're playing. you, You must have. When you're, and you're in the menu looking at doing fast travel, you know, mm-hmm. you pick a place on the map and then the camera zooms into the HUD map directly yeah. into the game world, yes. seamlessly into Spider-Man <sighs> swinging. Or How? when you're swinging or when you're swinging between the two uh, the, switching between the two Spider-Man, it is yep. completely seamless, as if it's as if the entire world is already loaded.
2: That is impressive. I did notice it. I have one question. Am I imagining that GTA 5 did this too? I vaguely remember. I remember it's asking It's not that myself,
1: seamless. It's it, not. The, the, it's not.
2: Definitely. It, but it was, this was like 10, 10 years yeah. ago or 12 years yeah, ago or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they did that, but better. That's, but yes. I can't remember GTA V was so long ago. But that's what I remember switching between you're characters. Right. Switching
1: between characters happen. It used to like you know right. go all the way to the top and then go all the way back down to the character. Yeah, and I think also in this one is it's not just uh, how seamless it is in mid-action. Like, no. you go, like you get seamlessly no frame drops, nothing loading in.
2: It's how you smooth know, the whole experience is. Where you if you don't smooth. pay attention, you don't even notice. That exactly. Yeah, and that I comes agree.
1: even from within menus. So, yes. like in GTA, when you were like loading from one area, to, there were regions. So, Mm-mm, if you're going exactly. to another region, that area needs to be loaded in, right? But yeah, in, exactly. in this yeah. one, regardless of where the two Spider Spider-Man are, yeah, uh, it's just seamless transition the entire time. Uh, and I was playing; I didn't play it on uh, performance mode,
3: mm, so I was, uh,
1: optimizing uh, frame rate. Mm-hmm. and uh over graphics and for it, these for, me, for like, these
2: kind of games i always optimize very much. right but like for
1: combat sense. and all of that stuff like yeah. i i would i wouldn't mind like losing a bit of hdr for like really getting a smooth gameplay experience i agree and exactly the seamlessness and transition between two characters from menus all of that stuff is just mind-boggling for me very impressive
2: absolutely uh, ravi did you play it at all
0: nope oh. it's on my to-do list Yeah. It's because I just started on Baldur's Gate. Yeah. I made a mistake. Yeah. I mean, yeah. (laughs) That game is
2: like a 100-hour game. It's minimum.
0: Yeah, minimum. Exactly. It's wild. I am 70 hours in, and I think I'm, like, finishing the second act of the game right now.
2: I expect to finish that
0: game in 2026. Oh, yeah. No. But, Osama, (laughs) the thing about Baldur's Gate is this is not a it's not a game it's like a game platform i know it's like there there are like 70 games sitting in
2: there it It is
0: is completely ridiculous it is
2: really (laughs) impressive i have a a a, uh an opinion about it if you want to hear i'm sorry your opinion today uh, love the game. I think it is the best d Love d <laughs> video game that has ever been made. And Here I love the, the first, yeah, there's a but. I love <laughs> the first Baldur's Gate. I love the second Baldur's Gate and this right. one up those and that shocked me already. I could not believe that mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm saying this. Uh, cool, you can I, stop
1: here, Some No, yeah, no, really great, one more great thing, part. one all more right, thing. Right. <laughs> this, is the worst, uh, this
0: is
2: the worst Apple show guys I've ever heard
0: in
1: terms of one more thing. All
3: right,
2: so, go. Okay, what I feel, ironically, is that what's holding it back is the D&D license. I actually think really? it's the best D&D game ever, but some of the things that come with D&D make it a slightly worse game. As an example, I picked the Sorcerer, and when I leveled up to level three, I had analysis paralysis because I had to read right. through 20 spells yeah. <laughs> and some were slightly different. They're like, this is a, a D6, a 2D6, but it's poison damage. And this one is a 2D6, but it, it's a different range. And it's like yeah. this kind of, and I'm like, I have no idea what's coming. Right. How am I even going to pick from these things? Right. But it's because they wanted to stay true to D&D, and that was the right choice. So it's not a criticism of the dev team. It's more of a, well, that's what happens when you want to make the best D&D game ever, right? I
0: I will say I would normally very much be that person, but I think what is most impressive about Baldur's Gate 3 for me is that it is really good at sort of like guiding you into role play. Yeah. Even if you're not a role play kind of person, like I am one hundred percent not even joking, the average game I play, if I get to create a character, I create me. Hmm. <laughs> right? I just create Rami. Hmm. And it's a it's a mostly paragon kind of character, mostly a good guy, but like will occasionally take like a bit of a like tougher action when he's like, Well, you, this is out of line. You'll punch right? a
2: reporter once in a while.
0: Uh, you know, like I, I, I actually didn't do that, but I'm too much of a good guy sometimes. No. But you just, Punch um, it you know,
2: I would. That's all. Not yes, but. yes,
0: that, that's <laughs> this is true. But um, I remember uh, when I played the Mass Effect series the first time, I got a very specific outcome. When I played it again 15 years later, I got the exact same outcome because mm. I think my morality has stayed fairly like stable over the past 15 years. The thing that uh, really stands out to me about baldur's gate is that at some point i'm still me but like this is definitely its own character right it's a paladin he's he's a good guy um he's trying to do like he's trying to help people around the world but like the way the character is evolving is very much in line with sort of the world around it and baldur's gate just does a really good job sort of like moving into that on top of that I think uh, what really was impressive uh, to me is just the way they deal with good and bad outcomes. Yeah. Right. So um, you play the game, you come across a guy who will literally say he'll stab you in the eyeball to help you with something. Mm -hmm. And you're obviously going to say no. But I know somebody who said yes. Hmm. And, you know, they got their eye pulled out, Hmm. which I thought was going to give a debuff. But instead, the guy panicked and gave her a magic eyeball hmm. that allows her to see invisible enemies.
2: That is cool.
0: So no matter <laughs> how you mess up things, whether your role fails, whether your role succeeds, they have made paths that give every sort of permutation of the story yeah. positives and negatives. Yeah. And the amount of stuff there is, the the, the stories I'm hearing from other people who are playing this game – they're not playing the same game they're as they're
2: not. That's absolutely it's, true. Yeah.
0: You know, it's not like a choose your own adventure game. This is like a choose your own video game game.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it nope. is bonkers.
3: I
2: heard about this entire encounter, a big one, that I skipped because of the race I picked in my character creation. And like, not to skip, but I had there's an alternative thing that I did that anyone who didn't pick this race didn't do. And I'm like, this brings me back to Arcanum. Like that oh. is before this was my favorite. RPG like it was so 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 good I can't wait to play more Baldur's Gate to see what else they do but I agree yeah. with you absolutely the, all of those Roller 20 Roller 1 and a different thing will happen that is right. impressive that right. is impressive
0: and you know your class your race your background your your spells you have available your stats like all of it is elegant all of it is relevant all of it matters all of it plays into what you're going to experience Every space is meant to be interesting yeah. to every possible way. Like I have never seen anything like it. It is, agree. it is a bonkers achievement of game development. This game should not exist, cannot exist. <laughs> uh, I have no idea how it does exist. It yeah. is. Um, I'd like to see than, planning
2: you know, docs. <laughs> Look, how, how do you plan for this?
0: Yeah, you know, you get a team of thirty, like thirty people that have done this exact game ten times in a row. The guys, and then they plan it because they know what they're going to run into, which is yeah. apparently exactly what Larian did. Yeah, that makes sense. It's just Man. what a what a video game.
1: You guys, uh, I think we spoke about this in the podcast, but uh, remind me because I was replaying Divinity at some point. Uh, I think we were talking about that on the podcast maybe a couple of years ago. At this point, mm-hmm. uh, but you, uh, Rami, you played Divinity too yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah you played too. a lot of that, and so so did you. Yes, so. I played it four players okay. too. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so for me, like I, I started playing Baldur's Gate. I knew exactly what I, what this game is mm-hmm. quickly into it. And I was like, okay, <laughs> this yeah. is going to be my all yep. winter game. Yep. Yeah. I want to finish all those 20 hour plus games first. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then get back to that. So I want to finish Spider Man, Alan Wake, and then I'm going to just yeah play this until the end of the year, I think.
0: Yep. Yep. There's still some good indie games we need to talk about, but that's not going to be this time because. No. But I have no, I many. <laughs> there are so many games to talk about. Maybe there's movies to talk about. Maybe there's other stuff to talk about. But Maybe. I'm yeah. glad we just managed to get an episode in.
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: And the sure. next one, the 104, coming in 100 episodes from now. It'll happen. Yes.
0: <laughs> Inshallah. Inshallah a little bit faster than this. Inshallah. I think we, we all need to look at our schedules and figure out where the elusive overlap is. Yes. Because I've really missed just I have, matching I have. up. I have.
1: Like likewise likewise
0: it's a little it's a little different getting to speak once every two months versus once every week agreed agreed so well i think oh god the outro what was the outro the outro the outro there was the, an outro was there? there was an outro yeah something there was an about outro emails and oh yeah, yeah yeah
2: it was the osama
0: section <laughs> it was the osama <laughs> section well um with those sections,
1: our Osama sections. Yeah, also. <laughs> I'm the host now.
0: Yep. All right, well, in that case no, no, it was a joke. You
1: um, rolled
2: a D1 on this one.
0: Go We don't uh, joke is,
1: on this podcast. I, yeah. I don't
2: I don't have a script. Well, how do I say this? Uh yes, we love you. Come to our Discord, send us emails at info at the Habibis, and we'll read them inshallah the next time. Uh did I forget something? i think
0: that's it the, right the discord is uh oh,
2: com. yes it is discord at discord yeah. dot there are ads and dots but it's discordhabibes.com <laughs> uh and uh yeah that's it thank you for joining us this week i i think i did pretty well what do you guys think <laughs> you know that's, yeah. perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's exactly what i wanted. That, that was, that was- <laughs>
2: My best <laughs> outro yet. It doesn't say <laughs> much. Nope. It's perfect.
0: <laughs> salam, salam,
2: That was the Habibis podcast for this week. I'm Osama Dorias, your host for this episode. You can find me on Twitter at Osama Dorias. My fellow Habibis were Rami Ismail, you can find on Twitter at THA underscore Rami, and Fawzi Mesmar, who you can find on Twitter at Fawzi Mesmar. Send us your questions, stories, suggestions via info at thehabibis.com. Intro and outro music was provided by Malik Zubela, and the logo was provided by Ibrahim Hamdi. The Habibis is a weekly podcast about free game developers drinking good Arab tea, new episodes launching every Friday, inshallah. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcasting service, or check out thehabibis.com for more information. Thank you for listening, and salamu Alaikum.